Hey, thank you so much for being here. I know it has been a long day. Tell me, being the Grand Marshal, what, what does that mean to you? Um, it meant, I mean, more than I've been able to really verbalize and process. I think the representation really came to me today, seeing the young faces of the young folks of color out there. Um, it just, to be a part of history is incredible. I keep saying, I'm, I'm a young girl from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, so to be in- You're not a girl. Let's get that straight. You're a young dude. Okay. And what do you get? See, they want to stand with something that... This is a black transformer, all right? And you're standing with something that is about killing blacks. The person who created Planned Parenthood was a person that idolized Adolf Hitler call black people weeds and you're standing for this well she's part of the alphabet mafia so you know the dude is part of alphabet mafia this space is, is really powerful yeah absolutely and and of course all of our guests who've come on today have wanted to talk about lgbtq rights they've also really wanted to talk about roe you uh, said the same to me when i asked what you wanted to make sure we touched on for the trans community what ways in which are you they specifically vulnerable in a post-real world? Well, I think when, we, when we're talking about access to contraception, when we're talking about access to abortions, we're, being, we're having discussions on a binary spectrum. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's all sorts of bodies who get pregnant, all sorts of bodies. Who, what? What? Look. People who are born female get pregnant. See, this is the nonsense, and they're trying. I don't. I really don't understand what you got to gain gain with being for Roe being for Roe v. Wade. You can't get pregnant. Women with ovaries get pregnant. We need access to that level of care, and I think that is frightening for us to know that when the services were provided, folks were already on the edges of support and now it's going to be pushed further back. And I think outside of that, places like Planned Parenthood and many clinics offer trans-affirming care, hormones, and other services. And so when these clinics are shut down, especially in cities where they're the only place offering those services, I'm really concerned about what happens to our people. Right, especially because there is a chilling effect, there is confusion across the board legally about what all of this means. It also intersects with another big piece of your work, which is the way in which so many members of your community become criminalized early Absolutely. in their journey. Absolutely. I. I've, I've tried to do my best to listen to the talking points of individuals who um, are supportive of this being overturned. And I come from a state, Nebraska, that is pro-life, but the budget isn't pro-life. The support services for food stamps and housing support is not pro-life. The number of young people, black and brown young people who are in foster care and group homes, and the way those kids are treated at 18 and 19 is not pro-life. And so for us to why not fix those things? Why not campaign to fix those things? Why be for the extinction of black people? The extinction of humanity, period. Okay? Because some women, you know, aside from like the ones who were raped and molested, which is 1%, 1% of this issue, compared to all those women who just want to have reckless sex or cheated on their husbands and they want to get rid of the evidence. Okay? Uh, uh, 
I don't get look, this here is not a woman. It's not. Okay? Jawbone, cheekbone. I don't care what you say, this is not a woman. All right. And they have no say in this. Okay. And the thing is, they should be focused on, on life because without being born, you wouldn't be here to talk to this nonsense. And the fact of the matter is, let me just let you hear what else they got to say. The more nonsense spewing. Remove the autonomy of people who can introspectively say, this is not the right time for me. Um, this is not something I'm prepared for. And all the other reasons someone can make that choice to say, well, children deserve to be here. We'll figure it out later. We've had centuries to figure it out, and we are still seeing young people go from the juvenile system to the adult system. Why don't you work on that? Centuries? No, 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 no. There's a lot of things that should have been worked out, okay? Instead of working to fix the foster care system, working to fix these foster, these, um, these incidences where kids are murdered or molested in foster care, especially by um, transformer foster parents. Instead of fixing that, you want to worry about having the right to kill a child at the convenience of the parent and then say it's reproductive rights. It's not. It's not health care. And instead of worrying about, you know, making sure blacks are treated fairly, okay, and given right resources, especially if they end up in a juvenile system, care and counseling, because let's face it, when they end up in the prison system with a juvenile system, they're sexually assaulted. So they need counseling and healing to move on to be functioning adults. That should be the topic. Okay? Not snuffing out human life, especially black human life, because that's what it was made for, to kill off black people. All right? And the only reason why, because Mary Miller already, you know, put it out there, that the reason why that uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned because white people were being aborted more than other minorities. That's the reason why. And they're using somebody like this to speak out about it. You couldn't, the Democratic Party couldn't get a man, at least a black man, a black straight man to talk about this. No, you had to get a buck broken, broken man to do this. A buck broken black man to do this. young people. I happen to get an opportunity to get access to education and support, but there's so many folks like me who are in these facilities and never coming out. And they started in a group home or a foster care. So we are really... Why are they not getting out? They started in a group home, right? So why not fix the group homes, fix the foster care agencies, fix the orphanages, fix these places where kids are being sexually abused? And nothing's done about it to the perpetrators. Make more penalties to caseworkers who are supposed to protect these kids and don't do anything. So have you any idea how many foster children have died in New York City? Any idea? And caseworkers get off the hook. Let's think about that. incarceration numbers rise due to this being overturned and we can't lose that you know earlier i had uh chase trenjo on from the aclu and chase was talking about how Aspen's are 
what's next is the wrong question because there's so much already that is happening in this moment and communities that need to be girded against the realities. I mean, specifically for the trans community, what is the support that they need in this moment? They need the support to know that they have safe spaces. I think that, that just that piece of knowing that people care is really important. Once again, it's about them. It's not about reproductive life. It's about them. What is You don't even fit into this. You're a transformer woman. You're not a transformer man. And they're still, you know, even though those people, they say they're their man, they'll still for some reason get pregnant. This isn't your fight. But I understand they got to get their, you know, their slaves to do their work. Like I said, shout out to Amazing Lucas when he said, if you want to be black, if you're black and want to be on a Democratic Party, you got to be pro. You could be pro black, but you got to be pro everything else. Outside of that, there are people like Chase and other folks who are already doing the work. Listen to them, follow them, and don't feed into the fear mongering. Don't feed into the emails that are just asking for a few dollars. Think about the folks who have been making plans for a decade. And they've been saying this is going to happen. Follow them, invest in them, believe in them, and make sure that we are making sure that we all get to the other side of freedom. That is a refrain I have heard over and over again, which is that there are groups like yours who have been preparing for this moment for a very long time. Dominique Morgan, thank you so much. All right. Let's get on to the next one. Let's get on to the next one. Hillary Clinton is up next. Hillary Clinton, which is what she wants to say. Oh, boy, it's just unbelievable, man. Justice Thomas has sort of floated that out there about contraceptive rights and yes. contraception and about same-sex marriages, but other justices have pushed back to say, no, he's really sort of on his own with that. Well, Don't he, believe that? Well, he may be on his own, but he's signaling, as he often did. You know, people, I went to law school with him. Mm -hmm. He's been a, a person of grievance for as long as I've known him. Resentment, grievance, anger. And he has signaled uh, in the past to lower courts, to state legislatures, to find cases, pass laws, get them up. I may not win the first, the second, or the third time, but we're going to keep at it. So you're saying people pay attention to yes. the people he is speaking to, which are the, you know. This is a lot coming from a woman who called black super predators and the fact that you got off a child predator. When in your time as being a lawyer, Mm. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Right wing, very conservative judges and justices and state legislatures. And the thing that uh, is, well, there's so many things about it that are deeply distressing. But women are going to die, Gail. Women will die. We reached out to Justice Thomas for a comment. We have not heard back from him. And Secretary Clinton had much more to say. Coming up in our next hour, we ask... Look, women are going to die if they foolishly want to do a backdoor alley abortion. You know, if they want to do something like that. 
that's their that's their choice they want to try and get a back alley abortion uh you should have chose life something happened to you basically playing a russian roulette with your life okay instead of just going to another state to go have your abortion going to sacrifice your child on the altar of convenience you decide that you're going to take a risk all right sorry I really don't because I, I can't really feel sorry for these people because at the end of the day where were you when 20 2019 2020 2021 and 2022 when people's rights and autonomy was being taken away with the mandates now when it comes to you oh my body my choice well now you know how other people felt guess what we don't care we really don't care Hillary Clinton blasts Clarence Thomas as a person of grievance after role reversal Hillary Clinton piled on Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas Tuesday, calling him a person of grievance full of resentment and anger. The former First Lady, U.S. Senator, and Secretary of State, as well as twice-defeated presidential candidate, made the jaw-dropping comment during an interview with CBS Morning's host, Gail King. Went to law school with him, said Clinton, a 1973 graduate of Yale Law School. Thomas received his J.D. from the school a year later. He's been a person of grievance as long as I've known him. Resentment, grievance, anger. Thomas has been the subject of an onslaught of outrage over his concurring opinion in Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Center, which overturned the court's landmark 1973 Roe versus Wade decision and returned the issue of abortion to each of the 50 states. In his opinion, Thomas insisted that the court reconsider and correct precedents based on the legal doctrine of substantive due process, including decisions that established the right to free contraceptives used and same-sex marriage across the country. Clinton said the concurrence was Thomas' way of signaling conservatives and Republican-led state legislators to find cases and pass laws targeting those rights. I may not win the first, the second, third, or third time, but we are going to keep at it, Clinton claimed Thomas was saying. The people he is speaking to are the, you know, the right-wing, very conservative judges and justices and state legislators, she added, and the thing that is, well, there's so many things about it that are deeply distressing about, but women are going to die, Gail. Women will die. Conservatives ripped Clinton for her comments while defending Thomas's personal character. Deplorable, irredeemable, a person of grievance, resentment, and anger. The hatred Hillary Clinton has for conservatives is palpable, tweeted Senator Ted Cruz. That's an absurd accusation, added Ohio GOP Senate candidate J.D. Vance. Justice Thomas is one of the warmest people I've ever met. He has this amazing quality where he treats everyone with kindness, regardless of their station. Oh, boy. So they settled on the angry black man, and it's totally fine to do this on national TV. Open spectator contributing editor Stephen L. Miller. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, their racism is coming out. The racism is coming out. They called him a nigger. They called him all types of things. You know, Uncle Tom... Even sad to say, even some black people, a Nigerian, went on Twitter and said they should have lynched uh, Clarence Thomas' ancestors. Thomas critics have included Jim Obergell, 
the lead plaintiff in 2015 ruling legalizing gay marriage across the U.S. Obergill accused Thomas of protecting himself in his concurrence by omitting the 1967 Loving versus Virginia ruling that declared it unconstitutional to ban interracial marriage. Thomas, who is black, has been married to his wife, Jenny, who is white since 1987. It's clear indication that if it's a case that impacts him directly, it's safe, Abigail told CNN Newsroom on Sunday. But if it's a case that protects other people, other people who are unlike him, then we're not very safe. The right to interracial marriage is only six years older than a woman's right to abortion, Obadell said added. Half of your country lost the right to control their own body, and that should terrify everyone in this nation who believes in our ability. Our nation has a much longer history of denying interracial marriage. Do we want to go back to the late 18th century? I don't think we're going to be taking away interracial marriage. The originalist who's saying we've only interpreted the Constitution as of the time it was written. When the Constitution was written, we the people did not include blacks, indigenous people. It did not include women. It did not include queer people. That is not a more perfect union, he continued. We should be moving forward, not backwards, he added. And this court is taking us backwards. This extreme court is taking us backwards. Yeah, right. But taking us forward is to try to have drag queen story time in public schools hmm. or the fact that you know uh you could have uh trans women trying to trick uh teenage college football players into having oral sex with them hmm. right right always wonder when uh look a a leftist when they say oh we got to be going forward Mm, right but uh tell me what you think in the comments about this what do you think let me know like share comment and subscribe everything you want to know about this channel is in the description box later